Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم عبس وتولى أن جاءه الأعمى وما يدريك لعله يزكى أو يذكر فتنفعه الذكرى أما من استغنى فأنت له تصدى وما عليك وما عليك ألا يزكى وأما من جاءك يسعى وهو يخشى فأنت عنه تلهى كلا إنها تذكرة فمن شاء ذكره في صحف مكرمة مرفوعة مطهرة بأيدي سفرة كرام بررة قتل الإنسان ما أكفره من أي شيء خلقه من نطفة خلقه فقدره ثم السبيل يسره ثم أماته فأقبره ثم إذا شاء أنشره كلا لما يقض ما أمره فلينظر الإنسان إلى طعامه أنا صببنا الماء صبا ثم شققنا الأرض شقا فأنبتنا فيها حبا وعنبا وقضبا وزيتونا ونخلا وحدائق غلبا وفاكهة وأبا متاعا لكم ولأنعامكم فإذا جاءت الصاخة يوم يفر المرء من أخيه وأمه وأبيه وصاحبته وبنيه لكل امرئ منهم يومئذ شأن يغنيه وجوه يومئذ مسفرة ضاحكة مستبشرة ووجوه يومئذ عليها غبرة ترهقها قترة أولئك هم الكفرة الفجرة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين حمد الشاكرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Dear brothers and sisters, uh, tonight we are meeting here to continue the tafsir of Surah Abasa Watawalla, which we started uh, last week. Uh, tonight, inshallah, we will continue this surah. Uh, and as a reminder, we continue to uh, provide the tafsir according to the order of revelations of the surahs. Uh, so far, we have done uh, 24 surahs. This is surah number 24. 
before Surah Abasa, we have done Surah Al-Najm. Before that, we did the Surahs Al-Samad, Al-Nas, Al-Falaq, and then all the way through when we started with Surah Iqra. And last time when we did Surah Abasa, the first part of the Surah, let me just summarize, there were three major issues in the first part. The first issue is the issue of Ibn Umm Maktoum coming to uh, ask the Prophet وسلم, to teach him part of the Quran which has been revealed to Muhammad, to Muhammad while the Prophet was busy giving da'wah and trying to convince some of the elites of Mecca and the Quran came to straighten out the priorities telling Muhammad وسلم, Ibn Umm Maktoum and the like, the ones who have already believed in your message vis-a-vis the ones who continue to reject this message must have high priority. And this had been repeated time and time again in the Quran uh, in uh, one place in Surah Al-Kahf. Allah Azza wa Jal uh, reminded Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam فَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا Stick to the ones who have already believed in you. Uh, just keep in close contact with them. Never take your eyes off those people who have believed in your in your message. And this one is uh, another place, but of course this one had come earlier than Surah Al-Kahf. Uh, and the second issue which the uh, uh, Surah uh, dealt with, it dealt with the issue of the Quran itself. That this Quran is protected by Allah Azza wa Jal. It's the one <clears throat> that Allah Azza wa made it absolutely clean, absolutely pure, absolutely protected. And this was repeated in many places in the Quran where Allah says, inna wa inna lahu We are the ones who are going to protect and save and save this Quran by all means that within that Allah Azza wa knows about. In this place, Allah talks about that this uh, Islam, this Quran is a dhikr. It's a dhikr for anyone who wants to do the dhikr. Dhikr means it's a reminder. It is something that will keep reminding someone to stay on the correct path, on the guidance of Allah Azza wa Jal. And it will be uh, heightened. It will be elevated to the highest status uh, uh, on, by the hands or on the hands of ones who will act as ambassadors. He called them safara. Uh, they are uh, honored, uh, uh, honored uh, entities, let's call it. Barara, they are the ones who fulfill their promise and they stick to the task and they can carry this task with the with the greatest uh, uh, possible power. Uh, so this is, Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about the Quran on one, one side. And we mentioned that although some of us or many of them, they talk about Malaika are being the ones who are raising the Quran. But in reality, the ayat, they talk about people like Abdullah ibn Umi Maktoum like the ones who believe in Islam. These are the ones who are Barara, who are Safara, and they are the ones who will be keep, who will keep the Quran to the highest possible level. And the last part of the surah, which we did last time, talking about one particular person, and that's again to, to show Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that it doesn't matter uh, some uh, the, the personality of a person. The one who sticks to you, you stick to him. Ibn Umi Maktoum sticks to you, then you, you, you better be on his side all the time. Uh, uh, the the other part says referring to a person, his name is Utbah, the son of Abi Lahab. 
who accepted Islam and then later on he uh, rejected Islam and he uh, uh, he turned his back away so Allah Azza wa Jal brought this as uh, as an example look we have this person who really turns his back against Islam against Allah Azza wa Jal against the Prophet after all all his fate is in the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal that Allah had created him uh, initially from uh, a sperm if you will from a very tiny little uh, drop of uh, uh, a piece of uh, what we call notfa the semen of the of the uh, uh, of the man from notfa uh, then Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who provides him with all the capabilities to walk in this life and then eventually he will die and Allah Azza wa Jal will cause his death and Allah is the one who forced him to be to 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 go to the grave and stick in the grave and then whenever Allah Azza wa Jal decides then he will bring him back as if it's only him who will come on the day of judgment but that's to show the significance of uh, a person really uh, turning against uh, uh, Islam and against Allah Azza wa Jal uh, and this person will always uh, depart this life before he uh, has uh, before he had the time to complete whatever uh, his duties are uh, to do so that's what was in the last part so three three things Ibn Umm Maktoum uh, the uh, uh, the people who are going to raise the Quran and to to take him all the way to to the highest possible level, and the one who rejects Islam and turns his back against Islam, like Utbah bin Abi Lahab. Now, these ayat, which we will continue today, starting from ayat 24, it brings again, <coughs> instead of keep pounding on a person, persons who commit kufr who do not accept Islam. Uh, as so that we don't take the 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 issue that these people uh, do not have the facility, if you will, the the proper facility to believe in Allah Azza wa Jal and to realize that this Deen is a fact, that this religion is uh, is a real, and this Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is a real messenger, and there is a God behind all of these. So now. He puts it in this word, فَلْيَنْظُرُ فَلْيَنْظُرْ الْإِنسَانُ إِلَىٰ طَعَامِهِ Just look and see. And this word, فَلْيَنْظُرْ, it means look and think. Look and see. And remember that looking or seeing is one of the facilities of bringing an object in front of you to your brain. Because that's what another means. So look at it and look at all the things that uh, 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 surrounds your food uh, look at your food as a, a human just look watch it how is this food created and after all your food is your life and I have been talking about this in my one of my sessions on thinking when it says I want you to think but for you to really think and to attract your attention I have to provide you a substance that's of concern to you and what is of more concern than the food that people consume? It's the, it's the one with the absolutely highest priority for the life of a human. Because without food, you cannot live. Simple. You can survive for a few days, some hours, uh, but not at all. Uh, for a long time, you can't. Food is 
the basic necessity for the biological part of your life which which needs to survive so means let's start with your food if you think that you are not concerned about the quran you don't want to talk to muhammad وسلم, you don't like this person you you are jealous of him for all types of reasons let's talk about your food now isn't this what is of concern to you isn't this what you fight for for the food to feed your children and feed your nation isn't this what america is fighting the entire world today when they run after oil why they run after oil to make money why money to produce to produce what to produce the leisure things that you need basically the food and of course what comes after so allah is saying let's start with your food because you may not be concerned about other things or you could tell me look brother uh, uh, i'm not here to listen to your tafsir or to talk about the da'wah or i am very much concerned about my work why oh because i have children and then oh i need to feed them i need to put some food on the table okay let's talk your food that's exactly what the quran is saying this is the style of the quran provoke your thought exactly with the most uh, relevant thing to your very own life in this case it's the food and this is this has been done in other occasions which we will talk also about just look at your food how did it happen how food gets uh, uh, created in the first place we bring the, the water down and we, we we make it pour down from the clouds and you have seen how sometimes in the rain it really you say it's pouring it's not only raining it is coming in very large quantities that's a fact and everybody especially farmers when see when they see the rain coming especially after long drought when when they when when the clouds are not showing up and the winds is not blowing the clouds to your farm and then out of a sudden there is a big cloud and starts pouring water wow what a relief because they know this is exa- exactly what's needed to grow up their corn or their beans or their grain or 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 their trees or olives like in 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 my country where olive trees are very abundant we know that today today in the morning we woke up and it was raining and part of this rain at this time is very important for the last minute uh, processing of the olive uh, fruits on the olive trees before you 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 start collecting them we needed we need the rain so and uh, when the rain doesn't come and then the the olives may start even uh, going bad we 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 get worried because we need this rain we need to to be able to start collecting the uh, uh, the olives when they have accumulated their last drop of oil so in the morning we saw the the, the it was raining in my part of the town and say oh, alhamdulillah alhamdulillah finally we have the rain which we have expected sometime in october today the last day of october and there is the rain so we know the value of the rain and it's very important for for our food so allah says just look at your food the rain that's coming down to bring up your grains and your fruits and your vegetables and 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 and, and all your farming products we do that and think about it and come to the thought to see if there is anyone else involved in this process 
other than a God who had created this universe in a manner that allows the clouds to form and to come out, the, the water come out from the seas and the oceans, and then the winds to start blowing and moving the cloud from one location to location and to make the condensation above in the in the clouds, maybe uh, uh, thousands of meters uh, away from the ground. And if you spend, what does it take to condense sometimes some uh, some small vapor in your factory to, to build some uh, uh, some piece of, of product? It takes big machineries, big, big uh, type of uh, factories in order to condense maybe few uh, uh, cubic meters of water. And here Allah is doing all of this in the, in the, in the skies. And he's bringing the water down. Not only that, and then we tear down, we tear apart the ground, the, 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 the soil, the, uh, the surface, if you will, of the ground, where the water needs to go down and to go down to the roots so that the roots of these uh, uh, seeds and trees will find the water. Just imagine if this ground was a solid rock where nothing can creep in. Then this whole water comes down for a mess. In fact, it will make, it will make a big, big, uh, big problems for the people, for the houses, for all the issues. If the water that comes from, from, the, from the skies, from the, from the, uh, from the clouds, uh, doesn't have its way to go down in the, uh, beneath the ground, it will make destruction rather than make something good. So Allah says, we bring the water down, we make it pour down, actually, and then we will uh, uh, make those uh, uh, tearing apart the solid ground so that the water will go down. And then we will grow. Allah is referring this as in the plural to himself. We do that. We bring the water down. We tear the, the, the ground apart. We bring the seeds up, we make it grow. We allow the grain, we make the grain grow out of this water that had come down. Not only grains, but also we do the, 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 the grapes. And the other types of fruits that like the, the, the figs and the uh, granites and all types of fruits. And the olives, which I was talking about a few, few seconds ago, we make the, the zaytun, the olive, uh, feed on this water and it will grow the olive uh, uh, fruits, which has oil inside it. Imagine the water, this pure water, comes up from the roots of the olives and all the way to the, to the branches and then to the leaves, and then it will make fruit and it will create some olive there. One of the best things that you can uh, uh, eat and the, which has all the minerals and the supplements. Wanakhla. Wanakhla. Nakhla means the, the, the palm trees, which is very common in the, uh, uh, within the Arabian Peninsula. Interesting here, the ayat is talking about things which even the, the Arabs in Mecca couldn't even plant, like the olives. Olives don't grow in the desert. Uh, grapes doesn't grow in the uh, in the desert. 
But nevertheless, Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about this because Allah knows that this Quran is going to be read and it will challenge people all the way in, in uh, Syria and Damascus, in Europe and other places. Uh, you enjoy all of these, uh, all of this food. Think about it. Where is it coming from? Don't just look at it and say, oh, we have food and we are eating. No, this has, could not have happened if Allah Azza wa did not allow the water to pour down from the clouds and did not allow the ground to open up so that it sucks all the water so that it becomes uh, uh, the feeding of the, of the plants. And then be, besides the olives and the palms, gardens, big gardens, thick gardens, very nice gardens. In general, this is, Allah Azza wa Jal is bringing it as, look, you have all types of gardens. Think of whatever you grow there, all of it comes from the same source. There is a water coming from up and the ground uh, uh, sucks that water, takes it down, and then from the roots up, it comes as fruits. Wafakiha, and the fruits in general could be uh, uh, apple, oranges, you name it. Uh, whatever types of fruits in your part of the world, all of these fruits are part of the part of the growth that Allah Azza wa Jal made. Wa abba, this is Allah Azza wa Jal is mentioning the ab according to the tafsir. This is all types of plants and uh, uh, and weeds and uh, grow uh, grown things from the ground which are consumed by the animals uh, and we know that the animals they do consume most of their food mostly which comes from the ground whether we plant it or we don't plant it it all grows up and the ones who there was some dispute about this word Abba because Abba is not very commonly used word in Arabic. Some of the Mufassirin, some of the people, even Umar was asking, what is the Ab? And then the Mufassirin say, oh, look, Al-Ab here Allah talked about all types of things which we know about, which we eat. Talk about the grain, talk about the grapes, talk about the olives, talk about the palms, talk about the fruits. And then he says, all of this is uh, enjoyment and food and utilities for you and for your animals, for your cattle. So this abba, abba is all the food that's consumed by the by the animals, which is important for you. Whether it's the horses, important for your wars and fighting, and uh, for to enjoy them, or for the cattle, the cows, the sheep, the goats, the ones that you. Uh, eat and you utilize their skin or their uh, their wool. So all of this is 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 made possible by the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal made it possible. So this is an invitation for people to use their rational. This is a rational thinking. Rational thinking means Allah Azza wa Jal points your eyes and your senses to something that is absolutely important for you, which you cannot deny. No one can deny that fruits and the grains and olives and dates are important, or the animals or the food of the animals. You can't deny that. But also you cannot deny no one. Now, when you start thinking rationally, you say, oh, okay, let me see. How is it possible that this water 
uh, can come down? What process makes the water or these clouds? Is it within the capability of the humans to do it? Absolutely no. Because it, it had happened all the time, even before the people were uh, were created, because the, uh, this earth was, uh, was, was live uh, with water and with the uh, uh, entities that consume this before even a human was on this ground or on this earth. And also, uh, today we know the capabilities of the humans. Humans cannot even make a simple cloud, maybe uh, half acre, not even half acre, maybe a few squared meters or cubic meters of cloud raising above my own my own farm. So instead of me bringing water from the uh, from the wells and watering my uh, uh, my crops, oh, uh, I want to do something else. I will just build up a system where clouds start forming above my land. And then at certain points of time, when I decide, I make them pour down. Show me one who can do that or who can even think that way. It's beyond the ability of humans to imagine or think. Now, someone will come and say, oh, you know what? This is nature. This nature, as the communists used to say, this is a natural way of evolvement so that everything will grow. Ah, then this uh, nature... So-called, so-called nature, knows really when, at what points of time, the water should come in different places so that in places where the uh, olives are the, uh, the main uh, crops, then the rain will come only seasonal. In places where the, uh, like in the, in the uh, equator, where some other crops like the manga and the other ones, the, the fruits, oh, then water is there continuously throughout the year. Oh, so nature is so smart that it, it knows that. Uh, uh, besides, besides that the, uh, the, uh, the limitation or the age, uh, if you will, the time age of the earth and the water, etc. if you say that, oh, this had been there since ever and ever and ever, so since ever and ever and ever with this evolution, then probably things should have evolved to something beyond what we see now. But we are seeing that this is the so-called the seasonal of rainfalls, the uh, circulations in almost the same pattern. Uh, so that tells me that, look, this is not a natural process. This is not something that has been happening forever and ever and ever. This must have been created by a God. This must have been created by a God. So whether you 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 like it or not, your rationale cannot deny that. The only way you can deny it is if you stop your thinking. And that's what the Quran talks about sometimes. Maybe they have hearts or brains that they do not use to, uh, to think about issues. You just block your thinking, your rational thinking. Then you may come to the conclusion, to the wrong conclusion that, oh, this is, it's just happening. I'm just lucky. I'm the human, just lucky. My animals get the water and get the food comes from the ground exactly right for them. And I get the rain and the water and the food, which is absolutely enjoyable by me with all types of tastes. Just imagine that each and every piece of these things that Allah Azza wa Jal talks about 
فاكهة in general uh, fruits each and every one has a different taste and you as a human is able and capable of tasting and distinguishing between each and every taste and only if you get sick like with corona where you lose your tasting uh, capability and you'll start realizing how important is this the glands for taste that allows you to taste and distinguish between different types of foods between different types of meats between different types of seafood between diff different types of grains different types of breads different types of fruit uh, or vegetables all of this is you could not have done that and the and the, and the, the so-called nature the nature could not have designed all of these fruits to come up from the same rain and from the same ground and with the same mineral uh, uh, minerals which are uh, beneath the ground to grow up things with different tastes and if you tell me oh that's it, it, it depends whether you are in the equator or in different parts of the world we'll say look sometimes in the same garden that you have you have 10 or 15 or 20 types of vegetables or fruits or grains and each and every one of them has its own different taste and you as a human can distinguish between all of them and you tell me this is accidental this is random this it just happened because i am lucky or it's there is a system behind all of this think about it so the rational thinking will definitely lead you to the conclusion that it must be there must be an entity beyond this world that is able to design it and make it do whatever Allah is talking about now. He is telling us now, if you wonder, don't wonder Allah a lot. We have done that. I, Allah, I am the one who made the water come down. I am the one who made the, the, the ground break up and suck the water. I am the one who allowed the, the grains uh, to grow. I am uh, the one who allowed this grapes to come up with all types of taste uh, with different types and the brands i am the one who allowed the olives to grow up and give you that oil that allah Azza described it in the quran uh, actu actually he makes a, a, a comparison between the light of allah Azza that allah is the light uh, shedding on this uh, heavens and earth it is exactly similar to the olive that you have from the olive trees which shines naturally the olive the oil of the olive almost shines naturally intrinsically by itself without touching any type of fire it's from within it shines within provides light it doesn't need the it doesn't reflect the light that comes from uh, from outside it imitates it radiates if you will and there is a difference between radiation of light or between reflecting the light so this is uh, and this is the type of tree that allah is talking about who makes that that's very important and all of this is done for your enjoyment enjoyment a facility for you for your own use to utilize all of this, to eat on it, to grow on it, to live on it. That's your life. And if you don't care about your life, then you might as well not care about food. And if you don't care about your life, you are not concerned about your food, then you may, you may be right. 
so you don't have to, to be concerned about God or the Creator. After all, you don't need Him. You don't need food. You are not concerned about your food. You have maybe a, a different source. Maybe you have a different earth or a different planet that does not belong to the world of Allah Azza wa Jal. If you do, then you may have a point. If you do have a different world altogether, which is beyond the scope of the world that Allah Azza wa Jal created, then be it. Then that's then probably I will I will lose an argument for a second at least. But if you are living in the in the earth that Allah Azza wa Jal created, in the place where and you are eating the food that Allah Azza wa Jal made water pour from the from the clouds in, in order to grow that one. You are feeding on the food that Allah Azza wa Jal grows. You are feeding on the water that Allah Azza wa Jal brings down. You are feeding on the fact that the ground opens up for the water to suck the, the for the ground to suck the water and then to allow your plants to grow. You are feeding on the fact that you have a ground that can utilize or the, the, the soil of the of the ground that can utilize the water coming from the heavens so that it can grow all types of variations of food, which you may know or may not even know. Like Umar an, when he heard the word Abba, he said, oh wow, I didn't even know that there is something called Abba. And even today, when you go to different places in the world, like for me, if I go, let's say, to places like in Malaysia, uh, when I visited Malaysia, I saw some foods which I never... I have never seen in my life and probably even never had a chance to 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 look at it on on uh, uh, on Google or to to uh, to search for it because it didn't show up within my uh, with my own eyes and you go to different places you will see all types of fruits that you may know or may not know it's absolutely marvelous life and here Allah Azza wa Jal after this Beginning about Abasa wa Tawalla, about Ibn Umm Maktoum, about uh, Utbah ibn Abi Lahab, the one who accepted Islam and rejected, and then about the uh, uh, the priorities uh, of uh, the of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and all of course the uh, uh, about the Quran and the power of the Quran. All of this. Now he says, okay, let me tell you what stands behind all of this. What stands behind the Quran? What stands behind Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Who is giving the order to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Who is this one who is saying that at some point of time, this Utbah ibn Abi Lahab who rejected Islam is going to die and he's going to go to the grave and he's going to come up one more time and then he will end up in hellfire and he will be punished severely. Who is talking about this? Who is the one who is behind that? He says, I am. Not only that, but I am behind your food the one that gives you life now. Until until when? There is a time, again, limit here. There is an issue. Until when? You will be enjoying your food and your animals, and your animals will be enjoying their, their food. Until when? Allah Azza wa says, فَإِذَا جَاءَتَ الصَّاخَ Now, all of this will continue until a certain point. That certain point Allah called it and this is a very seldomly used word even in Arabic because it is something that really force you force you to to uh, uh, to pay attention and to listen to the astronomical type of events that will happen that will attract your attention 
all your attention. It will keep your ears open. You cannot even close them because uh, with the voice, with the all types of sounds, with all types of uh, 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 great things that are happening in the world, and Allah Azza wa Jal is naming the day of judgment, the day of the rise, the day of the start of the second life. Now, here Allah Azza wa Jal does as if the time between the death and the time between the uh, coming up from this death to the day of judgment as if it has been a zero. It's like time stops, doesn't talk about it. So he talks about the life and the food and the water and the animals, the fruits and all of this. And then out of a sudden, when all of this ends, then the next phase, the next phase is the phase where you will be accountable for what you have done, how you looked at this food and who had created this food, whether you worshipped him or you worshipped the food itself, whether you worshipped God or you worshipped your own self, whether you worshipped the creator or worshipped the created being. Let's see. فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الصَّاقَةِ This Saqa, in fact, it was given different names in the Quran, this day of judgment, in one place called Al-Qari'ah, in another place called Al-Haqqah, the one that establishes the truth. In this place it says Al-Saqa, and there are many other names. This is beyond our talk now, but this one here, it says فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الصَّاقَةِ That time, at that time, when this happens, when this life is over, and we start the next one, which again the ayat talked about it few few minutes earlier or few ayat earlier, talks about the person When Allah decides he will bring him up from death, so he will uh, uh, he will live. He talked about qabr in the previous ayat that there is a qabr, there is a grave, there is a time to sit in the grave already established in the previous ayat. But now that Allah Azza wa is talking about putting us face to face, face to face with whatever he did for us, he says, look, now I'm, I'm going to skip this era for put you in the grave. And I will move directly from this absolute joy of the food and uh, utilization of the food and living the life you would love to live and you have the abundance of things that you, you enjoy. Now let's see what is going to happen on the next part, the second part, where the accountability takes place. Now you know that there is a creator. You know that you have been created. You know someone had given you the ability to eat from the, the abundance of this creator. And let's see now what you have done with this. How you are going to stand now face to face with Allah Azza wa Jal. He now, he says, ah, let me tell you what's going to happen then. فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الصَّاقَةِ When that صَاقَةِ or that day, which is the absolute, uh, absolutely astonishing day, uh, with, the, with the highest uh, uh, levels or highest scales of uh, destructions, of noise, of reordering of all of this uh, universe, Many other ayat talked about the events that took place, that takes place on that day. In one place, Allah Azza wa Jal says, إِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُوِّرَتْ إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ When the sun falls down and disappears. When the stars start falling. And all of these issues, 
uh, and then another place he says the seas will explode so there these events are absolutely uh, enormous beyond the imagination of regular human there is no question about that but what happens now now here allah is giving us a scene an immediate scene without as we we say without due diligence without without long uh, standing without making us wait along that day that day يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ It's a day يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ It's a day where you don't recognize your brother. You don't care about the brother. Well, this is the blood relationship. The blood relationship, which is part of your instinct. Just like the food that you cared about, which disappears now. Now you had also other attachments. Not only for food. You have attachments for your brother or brothers or sisters, or family relationship, which is a blood relationship, which had made, which had given you a, a very uh, different taste of life while you were living and enjoying all the food, all the water, all of this, you still also, you enjoyed the, the fact that you are a human, you have brothers, you have a blood relationship, you can fight for your brother, he can fight for you, you support him, he supports you, and you all belong to the same family, but then that day, all of this will disappear. All of these feelings and emotions will immediately disappear. You have no emotional attachment to your blood brother. You just avoid him. You don't care about him. The word يفر means you run away. Now, the issue is not that you are really purposely running, but it's you really don't recognize the significance of a brother because it doesn't have a significance. It no longer, this so-called blood attachment no longer exists. You have much more important things to worry about. It's your own blood. It's your own life. It's your very skin. And that's it. From your brother. Not only that. Your father, your mother. And here, some narrators or mufassirin says it talks about a specific individual in 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 mecca who's going to run away from his brother his mother his father but it's it's not really so because the quran talks about it in general general it's man or woman the person person may leave apart may run away may stand aside may turn back to his own brother, to his own mother, to his own father. All of these, these are the, the strongest blood relations. And of course, with the, with, with the, with the mother and the father, it's beyond the blood. It's the instinct of motherhood and brotherhood and childhood. You have a father, you have a mother, and you could be a, a father or a mother. And your child will run away from you and you will run from your parents, the parents that you were caring about. Now, there will be other scene when people end up in, in, in Jannah or in, in, uh, being rewarded by Allah Azza wa Allah provides you the ability to rejoin, rejoin with your wife, with your mother, with your father, with your son, 
وَالْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ The ones who, are, who have done good deeds says, okay, now I will give you your dhurriya. Now I will give you your beloved ones, the ones you loved in the dunya. So that's a different story. We are talking about now the accountability. What have you done with the food I gave you? What have you done with the life I gave you? What have you done with the brain I gave you? What have what thoughts you, you accumulated in this head which accumulated all types of garbage when I gave it to you pure and nice and and able to, to realize and conscious things as is and you decided to be a communist or to be a democrat or to be capitalist or to be a nationalist. You decided to run away from Allah Azza wa Jal. You decided to create your own God, your own idols either from people or stones or animals or cows. You did all of this garbage. Now is the time I want to put you in front of you, the history of your life. I will bring the record of your life in front of your eyes and then you have to be accountable for it. This is the accountability time. When that accountability time comes, everybody is worried about his own skin, about his own self, about his own being, about wherever he is going to end. I don't want to see my brother. I don't care about my brother. He doesn't care about me. I have my own worries. My mother, my father said, please, please, please stay aside from me or I am running away from you. I have my own worries, which are beyond your own worries. This is serious. Your brother, your mother, your father, your wife, your children, the closest, the close in blood and emotional attachment to a human, these are the ones. Brother, mother, father, wife, children. The very, very, very family. What the Quran called it, Adhriya. Adhriya is your own crowd, blood crowd, family. At the time of accountability, say everybody is concerned with his own stuff. After the accountability is done, if you are a good person and your family happen to be good people from in the eyes of Allah Azza wa Jal, and you valued the creation of Allah and you recognized the creation of Allah and the Godship of Allah Azza wa Jal, and you worship Allah Azza wa Jal, and you did not worship idols or men or constitutions or systems other than Allah Azza wa Jal, if you have not done that, then you will, you will be rejoined. You will be rejoined. Don't worry about it. But the time of accountability, everybody mind your own business. Each person has his own worries. That's what I was talking about. On that day, each person has his own worry. He has a sha'an. Sha'an means he has issue. He has an issue that keeps him absolutely busy. Yughni means keeps you busy, unattached, don't want to deal with anyone. There is another place where Allah Azza wa Jal shows the same picture was the same picture, the same events or stories, but now talking about someone who had realized already, based on his records of deeds, that he had been uh, incriminated. A person who had just been incriminated, who had just been told his verdict, that he is guilty. He would similarly behave in the same manner, but in, in a reverse. He says, يَوَدُّ الْمُجْرِمُ 
in Surah Al-Ma'arij says, Yawaddu al-Mujrim, al-Mujrim the one who has been incriminated, he had become criminal. Allah Azza wa Jal just gave him his book of deeds, say, okay, you flunked, you failed, you failed to live according to the standards and the rules of Allah Azza wa Jal, you failed. It's a failure. And then what? He says, oh, now I... Not only I'm running away from my parents or, 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 or brothers or people whom I, I loved in the, uh, in the dunya. Then you would, you would not mind buying your own safety, exchanging your wrath, your punishment with your own children. I wish that I can give my record of deeds, get, give my verdict of guilt, give my uh, statement of uh, uh, being thrown into hell, give it to my children. Bibani, his wife, and his brother, and all his family, the one that used to guard him, his nation, his authority, his ministers, his generals in the army, everybody that was support him, supporting him, everybody in this world, everybody in this world, just to save your skin. So that's a different scene, a scene that someone has already gotten the verdict. Now he says, ah, I wish I can push everybody to hell and I stay safe. In this one, even before the verdict is given, I'm staying away from everybody else. Even my mother, even my father, even my children, even my wife, even my every, everybody I'm staying away from. When, when the verdict comes out, I say, oh, I wish I can push them all to hell and I stay alive. The ones that you are, you were stealing in order to feed. You might have been stealing food so that you feed your children. You might have been stealing the wealth of nations so you can keep the throne for your son. You were fighting wolves in order to suck their blood and their, and their wealth like they do it in Saudi Arabia and in many other places. Today, you wish that you could throw all of these people, all of these nations, everything in this world, so that you save your own skin, but no, it will not happen. Similarly here, it says even before the accountability is done, before your verdict is given, before uh, your deeds are finally uh, accounted for, you say, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Everybody has his own word. And then the results, you will have two groups. And this is, before I conclude, just say this is the Qur'an is building all of these ideas, all of these thoughts, the infrastructure, if you will, for building this huge building of Islam, the building, al-bina, the structure of Islam. It's putting all of these milestones one piece at a time, talking about the day of judgment, al-sakha talking about the post-accountability, talking about the, the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal is behind 
the growing of all of these uh, 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 food stuff that's needed for my life. And then now, at the end of the ends, he brings a picture, an image of two types of people, two categories. There is no third. There are two categories. There will be one brand of people, one category, their faces will be shiny. Musfira, Musfira, here the word Musfira means provides, provides showing up, bringing to the external world its reality by looking in the face, oh, I know who you are. I know that you are happy. I know by you by looking at you by the by your looks you are giving me a message you are giving me a message simply by looking at who you are and what you are doing and how your face is it's wide open just like the other ayah when it says about the uh Mukarrama, let me not make a mistake here so that we, we know what we're talking about. When it says, في صحف مكرمة, papers which are honored, مرفوعة مطهرة, heightened, purified, بأيدي سفرة, use the word سفرة. سفرة, again I said it's an ambassador, it's someone who's carrying the message, who's bringing you something nice, a safir, بأيدي سفرة. Here, using the word from the same source, which is the same primitive, safara, safir, safir, it's opening up, okay? Wujuhun, yawma idhin, musfira. These faces of the people, of the believers, the ones who would have taken their records of deeds, their accountability came positive. They passed the test. Their hasanat outweighs their sayyat. They have gained the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. They have gained the, the forgiveness of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal is pleased with them. There is enough in their deeds for Allah Azza wa Jal to be happy and pleased with them. And so their faces shows it. It's shown. Dahik. And they are widely, widely laughing, smiling. It's a smiling face. You know, it's, we talk about smile. This is my smile. Allah Azza wa says their faces is smiling, which means this smile shows up on your face all the way. Wujuhun yawma idhan musfira. Dahika. Smiling. Mustabshira. Awaiting the goodies in front of them. Al-bishr. Mustabshira means I am waiting for the glad Tiding. I am waiting for what I have been promised. I have been promised in the day in my life when I was a Muslim. I was promised Jannah. I was promised heavens. I was promised paradise. I was promised all types of gardens in, in Jannat and Naim. So I am looking up for it. So my faces, you say faces on that day after that sakha, after that accountability, after being worried about my own skin, then I make it. I get my hand, my, my book in my right hand. أَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ فَيَقُولُهَا أُمُقْرَوْ كِتَابِيَ 
إني ملاقا حسابيا إني ظننت أني ملاقا حسابيا The ones who received his, the book of deeds in his right hand He knows already that he has passed the test And if you are given the book from behind your back وراء ظهره Or in your left hand You know that you have flanked You have failed And you are going to experience the worst Of whatever you have expected or not expected So that's one category in these two ayat with three characteristics about their faces. Musfira, Dahika, Mustabshira. Musfira, wide open, trying to tell, to tell what you have done without even talking. Smiling, laughing, happy. Mustabshira, waiting for the best. On the other side, on the other side, on the other group now, the other group which did not passed the test which had failed and when I use the word test actually Allah Azza wa Jal he says that I have created you to give you a test in another place in the in, uh, in the Quran الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلوكم أيكم أحسن عملا تبارك الذي بيده الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير that Allah Azza wa Jal who is in his hand lies all the mulk all the authorities all the power all the, the, the greatness he created life and death. لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ To test you, to put you, to, to test to see if you can, if you make it to Jannah or to Jahannam. So there is a test that you failed. And there is a test for the other group, the first group. They succeeded. They passed. And they are happy now. Just imagine someone going to regular exam, regular test. You go into the test. Two groups, one group was playing cards all night, was drinking beer, was partying all night, and they didn't care about anything. They come to the test, they, they, they make a big mess on their papers. And then the next day comes the results. The ones who were really working hard and awaiting the results eagerly, and they will be told, you stand on the right-hand side, you guys, you made it. Now you can enter whatever... Uh, school you want whatever specialty and you guys I'm sorry uh, you are out but in the life you have another chance you can go back next time and study and you 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 can make it but in the in that on the day of Asakha on the day of judgment you don't have the second chance it's it that's it you have one and only one life to live you don't have two and in this life you have to make it and if you don't make it You'll, you'll regret it. You will be in bad shape. Alayha ghabara. Wujuh. Their faces. Alayha ghabara. It's dusty. Dusty means the natural shine of the face disappears. Because the face could have its own ability to provide a shine. Like the musfira. Here Allah says, this is going to be dusty. It has dust all over. So it doesn't show any, any, any goodness. It's not pleasant. This is these faces is being as you know sometimes when you are absolutely tired. Rahak is the maximum level of being tired. Murhaq, you say murhaq. Murhaq means I can't make it anymore. I'm done. I need to lay down. I'm absolutely tired. I'm exhausted. And this the faces of these 
kuffar or the ones who failed the test of Allah Azza wa Jal, who could not appreciate the fact that he is the one who brought them the food, could not appreciate the fact that he is the one who brings the water to them, could not appreciate the fact that he is the God behind the universe they live in, did not appreciate that, and they chose instead of other gods. They chose their own desires as their God. They took their own desires as their God. They took people among their clients or clans, they took them as their gods. They build idols with their own hands and they worship them. And or they wrote constitutions and laws with their own hands and their own stupid brains and they worship them. Their faces will be dusty and their faces will look absolutely tired, exhausted, not even showing any sign of hope. Qatara means the absolute devastating, absolute devastating type of event and news and uh, uh, expectation that's going to make you absolutely exhausted. So you could recognize them by looking at them. Who are they? Who are they? Al-Kafara. Al-Kafara. We use the word kuffar a lot in the Quran. Kafir. Kuffar. But here he puts it in the word Al-Kafara. Al-Kafara is reminding us, reminding us of the an Arabic word that talks about the ones who hide, who hide the seeds after you plant the ground you put a, a layer of uh, soil on top of the seeds so that the seeds will have time to grow. It's called kafara. Just actually, it's very similar to the word cover. And I will not be surprised if the word cover in English was derived from the word kafar in Arabic, which is the kafar means cover the, the seeds with the soil. Now here, Reminding them, you are the ones who were covering the seeds of the water, the seeds, your seeds under the under the ground when the water comes in, so that it grows. And now you are also you have covered up the facts. You covered up the facts about the fact that this Muhammad وسلم, is a messenger of Allah. You covered that. You covered the fact, or you denied the fact that this Quran is indeed from Allah Azza wa you covered the fact that this world is created by a great creator. You covered all of that. You denied it. You just put a cover on your brain. You put a cover on your brain and on your mind so you do not think rationally. So you follow your own desires. So you don't want to prepare for the test. So you don't want to pay the dues for everything that you have had from Allah to pray for Allah to worship Allah to stay decent for the sake of Allah to raise your ethics and morals for the sake of Allah to, uh, to, 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 to protect and save the blood of people not rather than spilling it for the sake of Allah to protect the honor of women for the sake of Allah to do to unite the people under the under one umbrella the umbrella of the belief in Allah and Islam and you covered all of that you covered the fact that today today 
without Islam, without the Islamic system, without the Islamic laws, without the Islamic regulations, you cannot unite people anymore, even of, of the same religion, who are called Muslims. They are devastated in more than 50 states in the world, tiny little states, cartoonic states. You covered the fact, you, you stopped the fact, you denied the fact that Islam, the return of Islam, the Khilafah of Islam, the system of Islam, is the one that will raise these people from death. It will raise these people from poverty. It will it resolve the issues of uh, uh, this fragmentation or fragmentation of the people. You denied all of that. You covered all of that. You fought against it. Al-Fajra. Not only Al-Kafara, Al-Fajra. Al-Fajra is the one that explodes from the word Fajr or Infijar. Explosion. You exploded everything in the face of the truth. Today you stand up for the haqq. You call for Islam. Somebody comes up and says, oh, you are bringing us 1,000 years back. You are trying to put us back in history. This is fujr. This is explosion in your face so you cannot bring your words up to the people. They start making all types of noise. Oh, you guys are terrorists. You guys are fundamentalists. You guys are, uh, are not reasonable. This is fujur. These are fajr. They are not only kuffar who deny Allah Azza wa Jal uh, his, his uh, godship in their own brains. That's one. But also, they are fujjar. In the Quran, it's used the word fujjar. Fujjar is the one who explodes in, in denial of everything that's haqq. He explodes in the face of anyone who stands for haqq in the face of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Abu Bakr and Umar in the face of Bilal, in the face of Ibn Umm Maktoum. These are fujjar. But here Allah puts it in this word like Al-Kafra, Al-Fajra. Al-Fajra means it's even worse than the, 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 the notion of Kafir or Kafra. Because Kafir is a Kafir on his own. He, is a, he, he just does not get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't believe. He doesn't want to believe. He thinks he's okay with whatever he's doing. But Al-Fajra, not only that, he's trying to impose his own stupidity, his own ignorance upon others. He tries to stop everyone else who is calling for the haqq and the truth so that he remains as if he is the one, he's the god of the world. No one is going to challenge him. So whenever I stand up in a place, I want to state, speak the truth and speak the haqq and say, this Islam should be the ruling the only ruling system in the in the place, someone may not believe in that, and he will he will he, he has to pay for it at some point. But someone else will stand up and tries to stop me, and not only stop me and stop the people from listening to me, and drag just like the people of Mecca, they would say, "Animshu wasbiru ala alihatikum in hada lshayun yurad." Which means the elites of Mecca. They said, oh, move, move aside. Don't listen to this man. Get out from, the, from him. Don't stay close to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's a magician. He's, he has charisma that no one can, can stop him. He can inject his ideas into your hearts and brains without you having the ability to stop that. Just move, get out. Al-Fajr, these are fujjar. Same as is happening today in the world. Ula'ika hum al-kafaratu al-fajr. You know, al-kafar al-fajr, the ones whose faces are going to be absolutely rusty and dusty and very exhausted on the Day of Judgment are exactly the ones, not only the kuffar, but 
These are the kuffar who tried to stop and block the path of Islam. And that's very important to understand. And that was the problem at the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. His problem was not his inability to convince people. He was able to convince. He was able to make his statement go through. He was able to make an argument, a valid argument, rational argument. And people could not deny that. But the problem was that there was Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab, Al-Walid bin Mughira, who were pushing the people away from him, who were torturing the people who listened to him, who were trying to stop him even from talking or coming close to, 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 the, to the Kaaba. This is what Abu Jahl said in one of the places. By Allah, by my God, by Allah, by the, the, the stupid gods that he, uh, he worshipped, if I see Muhammad in the vicinity of Kaaba, I will put my foot on his head. I will crush his neck with my own foot. That's Fajr. That's, Fajr means he explodes the world around you so you could be absolutely dismantled. Your words will not be heard. Your ideas will be fractured. Uh, you will not be appreciated by anyone. I will say you are a terrorist. I will say you are a fundamentalist. I will say you are backward. I will say you are anti-civility. Uh, uh, you are anti-human. You are inhumane. You are anti-woman. You are anti-people. You are anti-children. You are filthy. I will make all of these things around you and I will explode them on the Facebook, on the media, on CNN, on Al Jazeera. This is explosion. This is fujr. That's fujr. They are fajr. And this is a style of the Quran. Because sometimes some people say, brother, let's be soft, you know, let's let's let's, let's take it easy, man. Now, probably I, I know someone will who's listening to me say, Oh, brother Abdullah, just take it easy. That's look, <laughs> it's not me talking. I just had this opportunity with the brothers here on this on this show to read a surah that I don't read it quite often because the Quran is vast. But today is the line of tafsir on this surah and it's one of the earlier surahs in Mecca. It's not the time, it's not at the time when Muhammad sallallahu was powerful. It's not at the time when he was in Medina, he was fighting all, all the people around. It was not at the time when the, when the armies of Islam were roaring all over the desert of Arabia. It was still in Mecca when Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum was not even having a chance to talk to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's the time when Allah azza wa jal put these words. These are al-kafara, al-fajara. And this is the time today, this is the time today, to point a finger to al-kafara, al-fajara. Not only al-kuffar. Quite often you will say, my problem, my problem may not be with a kafir because he's a kafir. That's his problem. That's his problem. Because he denies with his own mind and his own brain, things which are beyond denial. That's his own issue. But the real issue, the real issue is Al-Kafir Al-Fajr. Al-Kafir, the Kafir, the one who doesn't, does not want people, other people to become Muslims, who wants everybody to be like him, who wants to stop you, to prevent you, to put obstacles in front of your way so that your voice will not reach. Just like what Facebook does. These days, whenever they see that you have so many followers and you are talking good, you will block, they will block you. They will block your page. Like the media, they will block your voice. All types of media, in fact, not only block your voice, but they will talk negatively about you. 
they will try to, 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 to distract the attentions of everybody around. Al-Kafarat al Very important phrase in this surah. It's very interesting that Allah ended this surah starting with Abasa wa Tawalla saying, look ya Rasulullah, you are a little bit uncomfortable, uneasy with Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum. Thinking, hoping that these guys who are who you are sitting with are going to support you, but it turns out at the in the last ayah, ayah number forty-three, says, "You know what? These are al-kafarat al-fajr, the ones that you were hoping, and they stayed. Actually, none of them accepted Islam, and all died when they were, they are kuffar, and they are the ones who tried to block the path of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam." They are the ones who conspired against him. They wanted to kill him, even at the, at the night when he was migrating or trying to migrate from Mecca to Medina. They are the ones who killed Yasser and, and, and his wife, Sumayya. They are the ones who tortured Bilal, radiyallahu They are the ones who tortured Musa bin Umayr before he had the chance to go to Medina to be the Safir or the ambassador of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in Medina. They are the ones who did all of that. They are the ones who forced the Muslims one way or another to flee Mecca and to go to, to Ethiopia, Abyssinia. They are the ones who made all the rumors about Islam, about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that he was a sahir, magician, he was a kahin, he was like a priest, he was a poet, he was a poet, he was a liar, he was insane. They made all of this mess. They are the ones who did it. These are the kafara al-fajara. These are the elites of our society. This is why, why the movements towards Islam do not move as fast as possible. This is why the good words about the creator and his creation and abundance and, and, and the goodies that Allah Azza wa put in this world do not reach the people as supposed to reach in the best manner so that they understand who the real God of this world is. That's who. That's why. There's nothing wrong with the ideas. There's nothing wrong with the thoughts. There is nothing wrong with the ambassadors who carry these ideas and thoughts. There is nothing wrong, absolutely, absolutely nothing. All of these ideas, all of these thoughts, all of this Islam is absolutely perfect. Everything about Islam is good. All the rules about Islam are good, starting from preventing the theft, from preventing zina, from preventing riba, riba, which is the major, major problem in the financial world today. Debt. Everybody is talking about debt, rising debt, rising debt, rising what? Rising interest, rising loans. Everything about Islam is perfect. Fighting the riba, fighting the hoarding of the money, fighting for the plight of women at the time of birth. That's Islam. Fighting in order to bring justice to every man, woman, child who are being oppressed. This is Islam. And they stop that. This Islam cannot stop. Those ideas, they flow naturally. Al-Kafarat al-Fajra are the ones who stop it. What an end of this surah. What a fiery end of this surah. What a strong end of this surah. What a strong start of the surah, not giving consensus to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, although being a messenger. Not giving him the benefit of being a messenger. Say, don't do that again. Right from the very beginning. This message is Allah's message. This is the message of Allah. You are just the messenger. Convey your message. 
and we know who's going to stop you. Your power is the fact that you are messenger. Your power is the fact that Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum, like this one is with you. That's your power. And your grave difficulty is with this kafaratun fajara. And that's exactly where we stand today. We stand today, the only thing that's stopping our message from rising up, from this Islam to be the dominant, not only in the Muslim world, but in the world at large, is al-kafara al-fajara. Al-kafara al-fajara. Not al-kafara wal-fajara, kafara and fajara. It's al-kafara al-fajara. And would like to stop right here and see if you have any questions for me, please do so. Jazakumullahu khairan. And this is the end of Surah Abasa. We'll see you, inshallah, uh, another time with the next surah. If we have any questions, please do. Uh, the uh, difference here between uh, Fajur and Fajra. Fajra is a plural, and Fujur is the noun, is the primitive noun. Like we say, Fujur is the uh, explosiveness. Fajra are the exploders, the ones who explode out in in their dirty job. Fujur is the uh, the primitive or the noun of being a fajr, of being uh, absolutely uh, nasty and uh, crying out with his, uh, with his opposition, with his uh, negative stance against Islam. So that's the difference in linguistic and of course in the, in the uh, term meaning. Any other question, uh, brother, from the audience? You could see. Okay, uh, uh, if no questions, we will end right here. And next time we will have Surah Al-Qadr, insha'Allah. Okay, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.